Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. Impulse, we're back in our hoodies again. Yeah. Not just because they're comfortable. Actually, the last podcast was the first time I've taken it off in the last month. Like, <laughs> and he doesn't just mean podcast. <laughs> you just get, you wore it in the shower and stuff. Yeah, didn't you? yeah. No, this, they're super comfortable. We've talked about this before. Mm. In fact. Oh, there may on. be like just a few days left by the time this comes out. I don't know out. if there is any days left. I don't, I don't know. Okay, you keep talking. I'll check the calendar. We, right. can, we can validate so this. So while he's doing that, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be kind of recapping. No, not kind of. Oh, that- they missed out. The shop's already closed. Sorry. I was talking. Okay. So- <laughs> the shop's closed. <laughs> shop's closed. Hope you guys got your Life Series merch. We tried to warn you. Hopefully you got it. But we're wearing these because we are getting into the Secret Life Recap, which is, these are super fun podcasts to do. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. It's, it's fresh in our mind. Okay. So it's been a week since the finale came out. So. For the people listening now. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait. Yeah. When this podcast goes out, that means the finale had gone out a week ago. So we're recording in the, in the past for the future. Anyway, time is so, weird. Well, so if there's any... <laughs> Time's weird. Any chance you didn't watch the finale yet, yeah. don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Come back after you watch the finales. Yeah. Because you want to talk about spoilers. We are talking. We're going to be spoiling it big time. Yeah. And given our uh, our kind of uh, behind the scenes thoughts and. Yep. Um, yeah. Kind of like as we record every every single session, there's always like a, a bit of like inner monologue going on uh that that as i'm as we're doing our improv thing and things are playing out there's always a bit of inner monologue i've always wanted to kind of like almost do a director's cut of of the season after it's over yeah and just kind of like pause you know i I know you do this when you like watch youtube videos and stuff with your wife you'll pause and then you kind of give your two cents of like here's what was actually going on here in my mind blah 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 right like kind of want to do that this is our way of kind of doing that. I kind guess, of, yeah, is, it is. is, is as hey, we talk through the episodes. Do me a favor, reach at that camera and push it because there's so much. We're leading the action in the exact wrong direction. How does that right? happen? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Just go. Keep, yep, that's the right way. That's fine. Look at the power I have. Yeah, you're good. No, Just... I want to look this way. Look at all of this. Look at all of this right here. This, I'm going this way. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> The other way. There we go. All right. That's a lot. That's good. That's good. You did it. Dude, was it like that the whole last episode? Because there's no way I moved the camera that much. I think it was. That's okay. That's okay. Don't worry about it, man. It's fine. Right. Uh, so we're, we're revisiting uh, uh, Secret Life and to talk about it and, and where kind of what our approach was and, and uh, certain nuances of this season. Uh, that is the brainchild of Green. I like to bring that up because this is his baby. He deserves... That credit. There's a yeah. lot of work that goes into making these happen uh, that he does that the public's not aware of. And yeah. so the um, life series concept and every single season that has its thing, limited life, double life, secret life, mm-hmm. those spins are pretty much all green. Yeah. As far as I know. I, well, you know. I know there's been, he's done some collabor- collaboration with certain members in the past, but for yeah, the most part. I think they had an part, epiphany on a hike in Germany yeah, once. Yeah, that was like him one and, season. Him and a, a yeah. few friends, but like, yeah, a lot of it is, is, is it is, it is Green's brainchild yep. um, as a series. And uh, we, what we love about the Life series is that it is so different than 
your kind of cookie cutter, if you will, let's play mm-hmm. Minecraft together. Um, we we turn Minecraft into a an improv stage with twists and turns and storylines yeah. and stuff. And it, it's, it's so different. It's an SMP where all the members, there's this underlying understanding of, I'm trying to get you off this SMP. I mean, think about that. That's that's a, that gets a dark energy, and there's <laughs> yeah. rules. Yeah. That's what these I'm parts gonna, are. I'm going to... I'm gonna try to kill my friend. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and sometimes in a clever way, and and <laughs> and, and set up lies and and uh, alliances and and all that. So, uh, in any case, uh, I you know we've talked about the life series before and how we both approach it in a different way. And I I've always compared it to a bonsai tree. So I, I'm gonna kick things off just by telling you sort of how this season started for me, if you will. Right. Okay. So. Uh, the metaphor I've given in the past is that every season is like a bonsai tree to where I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't do any pre-planning. I don't I don't come up with any alliances beforehand. I, I, have, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I just like to like to roll the dice and see mm-hmm. what reveals itself as something I sort of want to, I don't know, go after or capitalize on or whatever. I will, in full disclosure, tell you this season, it took me longer to find my legs than in past seasons. Like something always surfaced. Kind of relatively early on to where I was like, oh, I think I know what angle I want to take. I think I was easily probably over halfway through the first uh, recording before, I, and I started to panic a little bit. Like, I'm like, I don't know where I'm going yet. Mm-hmm. It hasn't shown itself. But I remember in that moment being like, well, I'm not going to force it because it has to show itself. And so it just, it just sort of started to through time, right? And I think it was either towards the end of that one or maybe in between episodes one and two, I realized... I think I know what I want to do. And that's where the Heart Foundation came to be. And the Heart Foundation, you know me, I always try to, you know, people say I'm too nice for this series. And that's that's nice to hear and everything. But really, it's not that I'm too nice. It's it's that I'm I have I'm just not very good at PvP and stuff. So with those things, I'm gonna lose most of the time, yeah. right? So I but I do like to bring a certain energy to uh the server that to me in my mind is welcomed. It's it's sort of the uh, the opposite of the energy that is naturally created, which is kind of a natural energy of animosity, and a, and and uh, everybody's always on edge, who's lying to who. I mean, that's the beauty of the game. But every season, I've always sort of had this vibe of everybody is doing the same thing, and it is create alliances, get strong, and destroy others. All right. Everybody's doing that, and that's what you should do. That's what this game is. That's what it is. So I was like, I like the idea of bringing sort of a place of a little bit of release and a little bit of reprieve, just a little bit. And that's that first started with the uh, team best when I was like, you know, this this server doesn't have it doesn't have any heroes. And I remember saying that in Etho and B Dubs being like, oh, but as in, mm-hmm. wow, you, like this is you're you're thinking narrative. You're not just thinking like this is big. This is good. And it sort of continued. And so for this season, I went with the Heart Foundation, realizing we had the ability to gift hearts to one another. What if I created some sort of raffle to where we would gift multiple hearts and it was more of a plot armor manufacturing? Who wants to hurt the Heart Foundation? Nobody's right. going to hurt the Heart Foundation. Boy, was I wrong. And we'll cover that later. But <laughs> but it was, it was a good start, though. It was a good way to I, kick I it know. off. I know. I was trying to figure out how to, how to get some extra uh, of my name Put in your your dispenser yeah. contraption. <laughs> yeah. I went and looked at it. I was like, okay, if I put, uh, I think fire charge was uh, my representation in there, and I was yeah. like, okay, if I, thanks for doing fire charge, something real easy to get, and uh, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, if I put, if I just sneak a couple in that dispenser and that dispenser, I hedge my bets a little bit, get uh, some. 
I can't believe people thought I wasn't going to sanity check the dispensers every time I did this. That was killing me. Well, droppers, for the record, they're they're droppers. Like I got it like because the fire charge yes, shot out. I and got the place so down. much static in the comments yeah. and on the server. Like here's this fire charge. You trying to start something? I'm like, it's a dropper, man. It's not a dispenser. It's fine. But it was a randomizer created, so everybody had uh, an item that represented them, and they, everybody was given a default raffle ticket, and it was an item, like you said. Yeah. Um, but people did. It wasn't. It took me a couple uh, episodes to realize this will make it more interesting if people have the option to add more raffle tickets, but they have to also give their heart. So two things happen. It creates like this gambling type feel, and then also uh, whoever ends up winning could end up getting like a good amount of hearts. Like this could be yeah. really good, but that was tainted really, really fast. People like straight up came and what you just talked about, like this, oh, I'm going to plug all this stuff in there. And it was hard keeping that clean, but green was able to rig the system once, but he did it in cahoots with Etho because when all said and done, Etho was able to sneak in the winning raffle in the final dropper without me seeing oh. like he's, it's Etho. He's a, he's a genius. So wow. he did that. And I was, and I, he got me. It wasn't until I did the replay mod. I'm like, Oh, Etho, you son of a, <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was, he legitly won that. I you, did. You I no thought green, well, he did it for then. green, and I thought it was legit because I wow. because green kept like messing with the system, but like and it was it was a funny bit. He's like, mm -hmm. you don't know how much I'm hurting, you know. It was like a really funny bit, but I kept cleaning the system, and I got it to a point to where once it was all good, I'm like, we're good. Button, 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 and then that's when Ethel just put in the winning raffle ticket, and I didn't notice it until I watched the replay mod. I'm like, oh, I've been had. So it was, you know, it got compromised, which is also yeah. funny. I went into episode one um, also with no game plan. You know, I I, I, I kind of like to roll that way, too, you know, like because it's, it's one of those series. It's like no matter what you think you're going to do, everything will change the second we say go because everyone is improvising and there is no script. And uh, it's just what's going to happen is going to happen. And you can't try to shoehorn in a, a thing if it's not going that way. You yeah. know, so I, I just say episode one, I go in and just see where the where the everything lands, you know. And it just so happened, episode one, I got the task to um, to say cherry wood was my entire identity. Now talk right? about the tasks. Yeah, so uh, spent on this season secret life. We got secret tasks that we needed to accomplish, and if we could accomplish the task, we were given some goodies. If we needed hearts, we would get some hearts. If we already had full hearts, we could get extra stuff like diamonds and netherite and, and gold blocks and, and just stuff that would help us gear mm -hmm. up and, and and that kind of thing. And so we had like that session to complete the task. And for those who don't know, like we sit down and we record all together on like Mondays, we would record and we would be there for about three hours or so. And then somewhere around the hour and a half mark, we would take a little break and then do the extra into the second half of the session. And, and that's all the time you get. So you're given this task and you literally have like three hours of gameplay to, to do whatever it said. And yeah. in my case, uh, my first episode was to make cherry wood, my entire identity. So you get a task like that. And I'm like, how do I make cherry wood my entire identity? Well, I just I need to go, obviously, go want to live in the, the cherry blossom biome. I, I build my base out of cherry wood and and then go and and sell the server on cherry woods. The best thing, you know, like, hey, I got some saplings. You guys should all do it. Like, make sure every base on the server has a, some blocks of cherry wood or whatever. That was kind of my idea. Well, it just so happened that. As things were starting to to happen, you know, you go, you, it's day one. You got to punch trees. You got to go oh, get. Yeah. You got to gear up. You got to go mine. And yeah, nobody starts iron, with anything. Right. It's a typical yeah. start. Yeah. So I, I'm down, you know, doing my thing. I'm in a cave and and looking for stuff. And sure enough, run into to Scott and Jem, who just so happened, both wanted to go live in the cherry 
for a cherry blossom biome because they both are actually like cherry wood. Yeah, yeah. And, and so uh, like I immediately was like, well, let's join together. And also Scott had recently found out that my name IRL is Scott as well. Mm -hmm. And he just adored that. Like the fact that he hadn't known all this time that we've known each other. And then he finds out that it, we share the same name. <laughs> like he just adored that. And so we came up with the idea to, uh, do Jem and the Scots. And it was very like reminiscent of, you know, like, like, uh, what is the, what is the movie? Uh, there was like a movie in the nineties. that was kind of this, this style of, of like pop rock band mm. that came together. I can't remember the name of it now. I just went completely blank anyway. Um, so we wanted to kind of mimic that and we got like skins made up for us and stuff. But so we went up and, and lived in this, this cherry blossom biome and formed our own, band if you will where i guess jem was supposed to be the lead singer i'd obviously like be the drummer and scott would be whatever guitar player i guess and i i thought at that moment that like we were gonna roll with it and like actually put on concerts and stuff on the server <laughs> i wasn't sure where it was gonna go but like the fact that we had like formed this band and then went and and built cherry blossom bases together i figured yeah. okay this is it like this is the group and it kind of formed just out of nowhere you know Josie and the Pussycats. That's what it is. Josie and the is Pussycats. That a movie? That's, yeah, it's a movie okay. from like the nineties. That's what we were kind of Sounds right. That's what we were kind of playing off of. Sorry, it took me a long time to get there. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> that all just kind of fell together. It just kind of right. all fell into place to us like being the the trio for the season. Mm -hmm. And I remember after the first recording, we we reached out to each other and, and was like, so that happened. Are is that cool? You know, like, because you don't know, like, oh, yeah, in the heat of the moment, you may agree to be part of something that maybe you didn't actually want to be part of, you know what I mean? And so we reached out after to make sure all three of us were, like, excited about that direction, the Gem and the Scots, and, and Scott was also like, are you sure you're cool with your name being out there? And I was like, yeah, it's fine, you know, and uh, and we just decided to roll with it. So that was going to be, that was going to be our thing, uh, but we'll get into why that didn't solidify as much as we had envisioned as we kind of talk through how how the rest of the series kind of played out because what we didn't envision was the secrets that we were given becoming like so big part of the some content. of them had the Such capacity big, to do that yeah it became the driver yeah almost instead of just a piece of yeah. the puzzle and and so that's that's where i think it was it became a little bit difficult for us to really solidify this idea. Plus, Jem would never write us a hit song. Why was she the one who was responsible to write? Because it's Jem and the Scots. That just means she's the singer. She's the lead lead person of the group. You know, in in, in Rush, Neil <laughs> Peart, the drummer, like wrote a lot of the lyrics that Getty Lee would sing. They, you guys, you could have written something. Well, we put it on Jem right away. <laughs> we just threw her right under the bus. Because it's Jem. We threw her right under the bus. <laughs> no, that, that became a, a bit... Uh, pretty quickly yeah that, that we were we were doing and that's part of it like the series is improv right so you're just looking for for things to kind of spin in a funny direction yeah. to make some sort of narrative out, narrative out of and we knew all along jim was never going to write us a hit song but it would have been fun no still a cute <laughs> little thing but like you said the tasks some of the tasks had the capacity to sort of um take control of what your episode or was going to be like because yeah. they were longer or hard to do and some of them even had the caveat uh, caveat of do this for the entire session uh right. my first one i remember like i didn't know what to expect and so my first task comes along 
And it was like a perfect one because it was funny. Um, it was nerve wracking. And it was also uh, there was a time limit on it. It was literally uh, be within 10 blocks of Jem for 10 minutes straight without her without her knowing. Mm -hmm. OK, well, that she's the new one on the server. This is going to get creepy. And I'm not even like she was in your group. And like, in mm -hmm. you know, finding groups is, is not always an easy thing to do. And so I went over to the to the cherry blossoms, you guys. I'm just trying to strike up conversation, just make it seem as natural as possible. And I'll tell you what, she is hard to stay within 10 blocks when she's in a creative space because she bounces about like Tigger. Mm -hmm. She is moving around all over the place, yeah, man. She's and a feisty one. She, and I'm just like sprinting after just trying to stay within. <laughs> and I had a little timer going on the screen and everything. I was able to pull it off. And I was really, uh, it was funny to watch Smajor's, uh reaction to that after I left. He's all, okay, that was weird even for Skiz. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And so I was able to go do it and cash it in. And kudos to the developer because the way that whole thing worked out when you would, you know, either, if you would fail, we'll do this big old thing. If you succeeded, it would not only take your book, but it would do all these noises and this big old visual. And then all these gifts would pop out of thin air. And, and it was just, it was very clever and very well put together. So it felt good to complete that first one. I went right back to you guys. I'm like, listen, I'm not a creep. Okay. Here's what you my task was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the task definitely got us all acting very different than we usually would. And yeah. That was, that was part of the charm of the it, beauty I think. of it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, part of this was was strategic too. You know, it's from a content creation standpoint, uh, we all want to get as many eyes on our on our own videos as possible. And now what's happening is you do something weird around Gem, and somebody that's a, a loyal Gem watcher and maybe not a Skiz watcher is like, why is he doing that? Yeah. Right. The curiosity starts to to sure. spin in their head. Brilliant. Why is he acting like that? Well, let me go watch Skiz's video and find out. And then they go and they see your task and then they see what you do with it. Um, and so it was a very clever way. Again, Green's brilliant. A very clever way of of trying to connect us all in a way that will get viewers want to consume all of our content and not just follow their favorite. Yeah. Especially when alliances are formed, because it's really easy when an alliance forms to just pick one member of the alliance and say, that's the POV I'm going to watch because out of this alliance. You know what I mean? If you do that, like. Well, we have four or five alliances on the server that formed. Uh, you could pick one person from every alliance and only watch five POVs a week because not everybody has time to watch everybody's. Right. But this gave a, a little bit more of a carrot, a little bit more of enticement to uh, have people go expand out and see what is making that person act that way. Yeah. Because these tasks got us doing very weird things you know i mean it was it was obvious this was before we had like like the guests the, the guests the task system with the yellows um where it was like as i run up to mumbo and convince him that he needs cherry blossoms in his base build and because it's the best block and here's a bunch of saplings and and grow yourself a cherry blossom garden you'll see what i'm all about like it's pretty obvious right yeah that, that my task was probably make my identity all about cherry blossoms and and so you know, having that just be a thing to to force you to be different than you normally would was was great. It's it's the reason why I love this series is because one thing I'm constantly trying to work on to get better at because I'm always I'm always trying to become a better version of myself. But something I know I need to work on is my improv abilities, and I I don't get a chance to flex that as much or or get on a stage and, and practice it as I do with the life series. And so this kind of gives it, it's almost like a, a little bit of a helper, a little bit of a crutch. Sure. Like you're going to go practice improv and here's your here's your prompt. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you get that, like when when you're like at you know you you were in theater, you know when you were learning improv and stuff. Usually they would give you a prompt, right? Mm-hmm. You're uh, an old cripple guy going to the convenience store to buy chips, but you're it, it, that's thwarted by by something. Go. You know what I mean? You're given something. That's kind of what the tasks were. See, and I want secret life. I want to do that now. I want to do that prompt. I wanna, <laughs> that actually sounds fun. Yeah. No, you. I think you nailed it. And it was you're trying to find your legs, and and like you said, it's this free for all. That's that's the beauty of it. That's as unscripted and as random as it is. There is still a very deliberate effort to find your spot. Mm-hmm. You know, like early on, and it's. It can be, I mean, let's just wear the, let's wear it on our sleeve here. It can be demoralizing if you see groups start to form and you just haven't quite gotten there yet. You know what I mean? For whatever reason. Sometimes it happens quick and organically. Sometimes it takes some work. And I will say this, as much as pre-planning doesn't go into this, uh, I, I will disclose Tango and I had a very deliberate discussion before the season started to not team up together. <laughs> Because I I freaking love Tango. He loves me. Like we get along very well. We we perform like we just complement each other so well on screen. But we we always partner up. Like we always do, and it just ends up that way. It's never planned. It just happens. You know what I mean? It just sort of happens that way. So we were very deliberate to not do it this season. But uh, towards the middle of the first uh, session is is wrapping up or wherever we were at. <laughs> comes over to me and i had decided after i'd done my thing with jem uh and i'd gone in and and while i was doing that i was pretending like i was trying to find a place to live well i wanted to do that because i was trying to stall i was trying to stay near jem and i'm trying to stall and i was like i want to do this i don't want them to have the impression i'm trying to i mean three people's a lot i'm not Mm -hmm. trying to i don't want to add a fourth one so i just but if i stick around any longer they're going to start thinking i want to do that how do i do this so i'm like i'm trying to figure out where to live and uh, that's when Smajor's like, actually, there's this cool plot of land over here. Let me show you. But if I went with him, it was like there was like 20 seconds left in my task of being near Jem. I'm all, oh, Smajor, where are you? I don't know where you're at. I'm like looking at the timer. And he's like, over here. Skits over here. <laughs> and I'm like, finally, I'm all, Jem, come with me. So he, we go up uh, uh, high where you guys are at. And he uh-huh. looks down at that plot of land where the Heart Foundation ended up being. He's like, that's a pretty good spot. I'm like, that is a good spot. I'm like, that's what I'll do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to literally excavate that island into a heart like that i mean i know i'm gonna do that that'll be where i live and then the heart structure came later but i was like i'm gonna do that so i started why doing the heart that. though why did you well have I, heart you, on, it on just sort mind. of started to dawn on me that i wanted to lean into the fact that you could gift hearts i didn't know what i was going to do with it i just knew i wanted to have a place that was like a safe haven to where this is where you can come to like get a heart or whatever i don't know what that's going to look like it wasn't until later i was like oh i'll do like a raffle system right mm-hmm. but i just knew i wanted to do that so i went down there and uh and it was like towards the end of the session or mid session, Tango comes over to me and he's like, uh, he goes, Skiz, you know, everybody's taking on the server. So it uh, looks like you and I are going to have to shack up again. Like it was so <laughs> funny, dude. And I said, well, it's like a giant hug. You know what I mean? And but here's the deal. There was even an animatic about it. I think it was I don't know if it was Rusty Courage that did this or not, but there was an animatic of that moment. It was super funny the way they capture the beauty of it. What people probably don't know. And I haven't talked about it since because for reasons and everybody's going to know why I think it's become pretty evident that a lot of my delivery, a lot of my, my, my cadence and my timing and my inflection, um, comes from, come from Matthew Perry. And when I said, Oh, it's it's like like a giant giant hug. hug. (laughs) Now for the record, I had said that before he had passed and then he passed shortly after. And it just was like, 
I can't even talk about. Like I'm mm-hmm. still like I still I can't like really mm-hmm. I just like that's that's a whole nother thing that we can dive into at another time. But um when I said that I was not only channeling channeling Matthew Perry, it just happens with me, right? Because I just things lock away in my like when funny moments in cinema become a memory in my mind, the synapses turn to glue. Like they're they're just permanently there. That's why I'm able to remember so many song lyrics and 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 movie lines and stuff like that. And he had said that. He's like, well, it's like a giant hug. And I, I, when I said it to Tango, it's like I didn't even know I was channeling that. It was the second I said it, I'm like, oh, that was totally Chandler. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. what it was. So it was like this really good moment. And it was really super funny. And then Tango and I were off to the races, and we had decided we did want to expand our family a little bit. And we had kind of poked and prodded. And it just dawned on me, man, like, it's Big B. I've never done anything with Big B. He's been in every season I've been in. I've never done anything with Big B. I want him to be a part of this. And so I ran that by Tango. He's like, oh, absolutely. Because if you don't know, Big B is like the sweetest guy in the yeah, world. Super nice, too. Yeah. And so we got uh, him involved and he was pumped. And we've just, I, I will say this, that it's been, it's been a real pleasure, like getting to know him on and off camera. Because mm-hmm. we've had to correspond a lot in our private discord, um, you know, about the show and everything. And he's just, he's, he's equally as lovely off camera as he is on camera he's just such a nice guy and that's another dynamic of this show i like is i just i don't know if you feel this way but i can i can tell you in full like conviction i freaking love every single member of this yeah. series every single i think one of them. i think that's what's made this so great you yeah. know like I can't think of a, a a better cast. You know, I I I feel weird using that word, but that's it's what it is. What it man. is, right? Yeah. It's a it's a cast of people uh, that come together to produce a product, and uh, we all just get along so well. Yeah, like every single like every single one of us just loves working with each other and changing who we interact with constantly because it always just turns out to be such a new unique experience i mean there's like what 16 or 17 of us like this last season was like the biggest cast we've had 17 i believe like we were just missing ren who couldn't make it because he had some uh family things going on when we started the series but um we had a huge cast and like you can just (laughs) you can just walk around the server and know you're gonna run into somebody and and something funny is gonna happen you know yeah something something like crazy or, or whatever like you just knew content was going to come your way if you just walked out your door yeah <laughs> basically and so yeah i think that's what's made the series so good is uh, and again it's like it's like green's kind of a mastermind of uh, of just like figuring out who's gonna just gel you know what i mean like he he kind of like put these this group together and said go go do your magic you guys are gonna do great and he was right yeah you know, I, I think like every everything every season we've had has been different and unique in its own way thanks to like the twists and thanks to and that's to keep the, the series fresh and he did it again this one with the secrets but it, it's more than just the the format if oh you will. it's way more it's, it's, it's way, way more, more than it's, just the for the format is brilliant there's no question yeah. but if you put the format in the wrong hands I mean you can only polish a turd so much. You know what I mean? Like there's the, the the bottom line is like he you're right he he, he handpicked uh, the cast and then the format's also brilliant. That's why we get this magic. Mm-hmm. And and so it's to say that I feel um honored and fortunate to be a part of of this campaign is uh, what an understatement that is. I like I still can't believe I get to be a part of this. I still can't believe it. You yeah. know, I I'm it's so much fun. It is so 
let's call it from a business standpoint, it's overwhelmingly positive for my channel. There's no question. I'm the smallest guy, and it's a large, large margin. And uh, I said large margin. Uh, but it's it's so, like, impactive from a business standpoint, but it, it also is something that is so, it brings me so much joy and so much centering because it's my bag. You right. know what I mean? It's just yeah, so we're up in my two alley. different realms on on who we are when it yeah. comes to the, the life series. Like I am somebody that is very aware that I have a lot of uh, ground to make up with my improv abilities, uh, not coming from that background and not ever being something that just came supernatural to me. So I use the series to work on it where you know you're great at it and now you get to show the world what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is your stage, you know what I mean? So um, that that must just feel so relaxing. I can tell you, I get anxiety every recording session. I'll be honest. Every recording session, I get super anxious about it to the fact that like we get done and I'm just like sweaty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like the whole time because I I know I I'm I it's something that I'm kind of like outside of my comfort zone, but in a good way. You know what I mean? Like we all should push ourselves yes, outside of our comfort absolutely. zone and and try to work on things that. Are, are not easy for all of us. Yep. This doesn't come easy for me. Yeah. And I'm surrounded by giants. You know what I mean? I'm surrounded by the Martins, the Skizzes, the Greens, the Scars, just that are brilliant at improv. And now I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to uh, have some light on me in that, on that stage. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. It, it's, it's not easy, but I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Every single season, I feel like I have, learn something from it and this season i i think it was it was a more difficult one than others because again our challenges our our secret tasks that were given to us forced us to come up with things yeah on the spot mm -hmm. and literally on the spot yeah. and that's where that's where i struggle like give me my task a day before a week before i'll come up with great ideas Give me that task and say, go, you have three hours, and my brain would just lock up. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't know what to do. Okay, I got to come into a conversation in a creative way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's all I got. Sorry, brain no worky. I'm anxiety ridden. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, 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 it became a bit of a challenge for me uh, to to figure out how to, how to do these tasks. And it, it, it's so funny because I'd be like, I'd be like, you know, I'd say something to, to Green afterwards about, you know, be like, what, what was your task? And I'd tell him, and he'd be like, oh, this is what I would have done on the spot. He would, like, say, if I had that task, this is what I would have done. And I was like, oh, that's freaking brilliant. I wish mm -hmm. I, I wish I, I wish I had just reached out to you when I got my task and be like, Green, what should I do? No, you know what I mean? No. But that's not what it's about, right? right it's right. about us trying to figure out our own way and, and come up with our own thing. And sure enough, after the session was over, the second I hit, like, stop recording, a million good ideas would come to mind. Yeah, and I'd have been like, I works. should have played that task this way. It yeah. would have been so I could have made a huge joke and been funny and blah blah blah. You know, hindsight 2020, whatever. Oh, yeah. But um that was that was a challenge. You know, there was um it was almost like so many things hitting you at once, right? Like mm -hmm. like you have the anxiety of trying to trying to come up with your own narrative, trying to find a group to flow with, trying to figure out, you know, do do you really want to try to win? Do you want to try to get yourself geared up and have a chance to actually win the series do you uh you know do you want to complete your secret tasks so that you get the hearts back and the goodies 
or do you want to do you want to just make funny moments you know what i mean right. you have all these decisions to make as you're recording in this box the three hour time frame this is it you, you can't log out for an hour and think about it yeah. it's go time you know and so there's like your your brain's just going a million miles an hour. We talk about like streamer brain a lot, recording brain, streamer brain. It's and that's what it is. It's it's just there's a lot of information to process all at once. Yep. And this series, the way this series was formatted, was the most I've ever had to process all at once in a recording. A lot of moving parts. Yeah, this one. a lot yeah. of moving parts. Yeah, and that made it more interesting. That that gave it a, that texturized what this was going to be about and. It gave us different angles and different gifts to open up during, mm -hmm. you know. And I remember one of my tasks, it was so funny because they were like, I don't remember what episode it was, but I opened the book and my job was to be the counselor of the server. So I needed to take people's negative feelings that they were feeling and find a way to, to flip them upside down by giving them advice, mm -hmm. even if it wasn't good advice. And I got a lot of comments from people saying, I had no idea that this was your task. This was just be skiz because I like to talk people up or whatever. <laughs> But it, it was funny because I found myself trying to almost solicit negative energy from people to give me an opening mm -hmm. to, you know, how's your day going? How you, you doing good? Like, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm like, really? Is it good? Yeah. Is it a perfect? Has, there, has your day been perfect? Like, well, not perfect. I'm like, well, what's going on? And then I would get them to go down a negative path so I could flip was it. Was that the episode that I was having to play chicken with B-dubs and Scar yes. and you were trying to be my hype man in a way yes, like and, and, and make me feel good about like, I'm going to win yeah. this. That I ended was your up, counseling session with me. Yeah, but I, I think I ended up not so I had like a, a thing on the screen where I had everybody's name and once something had happened where I was like, that was a confirmation that they feel better. I would have a check mark up here and like a ding, like an audible ding or whatever. And it was a good moment because with you, I think I, I was, I think I did not give you the check mark because there was something about that, um, that correspondence. I'm like, nope, that wasn't it. You know, my job is to not be called out and to keep doing it all session. And if I happen to get everybody, I finish early, but as long as I keep doing it all session, Without being called out, that's a W. So that's what I did, right? But for you, I'm like, that wasn't, I didn't, I didn't quite, I think I just, I don't remember if I gave you the ding. I don't think I did. And with Cleo, she got a ding from me because I got her to say, I will not, I I'm, I feel better. I'm not going to think negatively. And I ran away because I'm like, she's going to get negative real fast if I don't leave. <laughs> but I kept doing that with people. And I, and my favorite one was, was probably, um was probably Mumbo. Because he had just died, he had turned red, and I got him to feel good. My advice to him was embrace the red because now you're dangerous. Everybody's afraid of you. And he's like, you're right. You're right. And I was like, he's like, people are afraid of me. I'm feeling fired up, you know? And I had this music. Like, every time I did the con the counseling sessions, I had specific music. Well, that music in in itself actually has, like, um, a, a pretty dynamic moment of it that we never got to because it's later in the song. So I timed it so that that came out just as he had this reaction and it turned out to be just beautiful. Like it worked out so, so well. So I was able to do that the whole time and it felt good and it was funny and all that stuff. And it was just, it was too funny, dude. It was too funny. Like everything worked out. And I remember, I think that was my best performing one of the, of the series actually oh, nice. was, was that one. I think it's because I had so much correspondence with so many different people that they were like, like the ones who knew me are like, oh, skiz being skiz. But those who don't were like, what is this guy doing? Like you were saying, you know, so who knows? But but uh, it just it just it just had so many layers. There was so many things to explore. Like I just I wish this this was one of those seasons I would have liked to have seen just keep going because there was still so much magic to be had. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. So I I made a lot of mistakes during this season. I'll, I'll admit um, lots of mistakes. 
And uh, one of the, the biggest mistakes I made was during the task I had of I had to take five or more hearts off of somebody else oh without them knowing <laughs> yeah. that that was my task. They yeah. couldn't call me out like try, for trying to hurt them or whatever. And I had tried a couple things, and, and it just wasn't happening. Um, and so I came to you. I, I came to you, the, the guy that's known me for 25-plus years, <laughs> uh, thinking I could dupe you <laughs> in, in some way. Uh, and so I, I, I led you to the nether, and uh, I, I was just hoping— Well, I was hoping to draw you into the nether and have you forget your boots. Yeah. That was— that was my first thought, uh, was just get you in there. If you forgot your golden boots, then a piglin would a attack you, and that would probably be enough. Five hearts at the time, we weren't really geared up. So you uh, you remembered. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you were a smart Minecrafter that day, and you remembered, if I go into the nether, I better put on some gold. And so you put on the gold, and I was like, well, crap, now what? You know, like, there goes my plan. And uh, we saw an Enderman, and I was like, okay, well. Well, I know one thing about Skiz is uh, Endermen are not his friends. No, they are uh, not. He's, he's had uh, a lot of tragedy in not only Life Series, but other series as well Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, when it comes to Endermen. So I thought, okay, well, here's my chance. There's Endermen. Oh, let's get it in a boat. Let's get that Ender Pearl. And then, you know, my big brain move was, okay, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to once he aggroes the Enderman, I'm going to try to break the boat, but try to make it seem like that was an accident. Well, that's where, you know, you knowing me for 25 plus years, uh, you knew right away. That well, now let's let's back up a little bit, because if you remember, we had not even gone into the nether. And I said, I want you're need, already picking up. On I said, vibe. I need to go to the nether. You said, let's go to the nether. I'm all you're trying to hurt me. Like, that was my response yeah. to you. You're like, what? I'm just trying to. And I was and I was like, you're trying to hurt me. That's why I would have thought I'm like, what? I turn around. I look, I'm like, well, you're up to something. But then I was like, no, nah, you know, maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Let's just let's go to the nether. And when the Enderman was in the boat, I'm like, well, if he is trying to hurt me, this is going to be his moment. And then you broke the boat. I'm all, yeah, I'm not going to get away from this guy. But here's what worked against you big time. You never wanted to take that many hearts off me. No. You never wanted to. You want, I think you I, wa you I wanted the five. five, and that's it. Yeah. Right? We, we start with. Like, I was trying to hurt, kill the Enderman after I knew it had hit you enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, we start with 30. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't think I had a boat on my hot bar. But anyways, anyways. Uh, he, you broke the the boat and he attacked me. And then I did the trick that I, where I, I did some science on Enderman before, where if you just stare at them, it locks them in place. So if you're a Minecraft player and you don't know this rule, when an Enderman's coming at you, just make eye contact with them. Eye contact will, will put them in motion. It'll also stop them. Right. So if you make eye contact, you can lock them in place. So I was like, I don't have a boat on me. I'll wait till you get one. And so I just put my crosshairs on the Enderman's eyes and I said, I've got him. And, and, and he couldn't move because I'm looking at him. And then a piglin comes by and pushes the Enderman off my crosshair, and he's right back on me, destroying me. It was the worst. Oh, man. <laughs> and then, and then because of the nature of the task, I'm like, you know, did that take five hearts? Did that, that take five? So you have that funny. moment too, which is super awkward. You know, because yeah. I, we made the decision early on not to just show everybody's health on screen, like the tab screen. You, yeah. you, there's there's ways to show a player's health in game, and we chose not to do that so that the 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 mystery was there. And yeah, that adds adds a bit of fun but it also in cases like this where i needed to know did i get you five or more it was like weird to like okay i mean obviously i should have just known and not had to ask you but then of course you called me out like your task was to hurt me wasn't it and at that point i had failed the task because that was the point like not get called out for trying to hurt somebody yeah you know not get the blame for it yeah anyway. that's the other thing about the test is that if you're called out you you lose you fail it but that became 
uh, a yellow thing. It wasn't at the time. It wasn't at the it time. It started yeah. as if anybody calls you out, you lose. But it came only yellows can call out uh, yeah. greens on their tasks. Yeah, eventually. Yep. So yeah. you called me out, and I was like, <laughs> "Man, okay, I failed the task." And I think that was, I think that was my first fail. Yeah. That, so I had actually completed my first two tasks. Episode one, episode two, I'd completed those tasks. Episode two was easy. It was like replace some blocks in somebody's base. You, you know, completed your first two tasks? I completed my first two tasks. Yeah. I thought you said that you never got to hit the succeed button. No, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I misheard it, you. Twice. Twice. Um, but I think in episode two, when I completed my task, I was low on hearts. And so I only got hearts back. Only got hearts, And I yeah. didn't get any goodies. So there's only episode one that I actually got some goodies out of it. Oh, okay. Like the entire rest of the series, everyone's gearing up getting all the iron and gold and diamonds <laughs> in the world. And I'm not getting nothing because I keep... <laughs> Failing my task <laughs> because I choose my best friend to try to kill. Yeah. That's one task. Yeah. It, but then I did. I did. I actually felt like terrible about it. You know what I mean? Like my episode title was "I betrayed my best friend," and yeah. it, was, it, was, it was kind of like emotional in a way. You know, because I felt bad. Like this is your this is your series livelihood as well. And I I you got you got really hurt. You I know lost what I mean? twenty yards. You, of that you, you lost way more than I I wanted for sure. Yeah, and for me to even target you in the first place. Well, like, come on. In your defense, you went after several people before I me. It just I, I watched your episode that particular one. You went after several people, and I remember being like, "This that that's a really hard task." It was. And especially I I never got that specific task. You weren't the only one to get that task. I never got that one, but I remember thinking, I feel like the hardest part of this would be the whole like. How many hearts did you just lose? Right. You know what I mean? Like I remember thinking, like, how do you pull that off? That that's got to be and and you had to do it to somebody that had a minimum of twenty plus hearts. Yeah. Or so first you had to know yeah. that they had that many hearts, yeah. and then you had to know how many you took off you. Yeah, that's uh, off them. So like I I had to like go around the server like asking people how you doing on health guy you know and, and like don't guess my task but and then after you get hurt how many did that take like it was it was very tough it was very yeah it's tough. hard it's hard stuff that's a hard task i gave him i gave him my best effort but in the end i think um that led to me just trying to spin it next episode like the guilt that i'd taken so many hearts the next episode i decided um i think that's the one i decided to hide my task I, we we came up with this good idea. Me and my editor came up with this good idea of let's hide the task from the viewers and they become part of the game of guessing the task because we realized like guessing the task is part of the fun for the viewers. Mm -hmm. Like, why is he acting weird? Let me see if I can figure out why it's it's part of the fun. Right. Well, if I don't show them my actual tasks I was giving now the entire episode. I'm going to be doing weird stuff and they're going to, they're going to have to try to figure out what I was, what I was on about. You know mm. what I mean? And at the end of the episode, we'll about reveal the that. task. So, uh, I did have, uh, I think episode four, I had an episode where when I read my book, I, we blurred it out on screen and I, I acted like it was blurred for me, but I, I, I told him I was kidding. I know what it is. And I told him the reason why we did it. And then the whole episode was for them to guess. Well, I decided to make it even harder by doing other weird stuff yeah. on top of the task. <laughs> so, like, I was really giving it to the viewers, like, the the, the challenge of guess my task, but I'm going to do lots of weird things. Yeah. And that was the one where uh, I was trying to make up for how many hearts I had caused you. I wanted you to get some back just so that I could sleep at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was all about me. And... Uh, <laughs> And so that's when I went around the server trying to convince everyone to gift you a heart. Yeah. The, the guy whose organization is gifting hearts to other people, I needed to spin it around and get them to gift you hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it just so happened that uh, Pearl also got the task to be my butler for the day. Yeah. So I enlisted Pearl to help me be your hype man yep. to get you hearts back. But that wasn't even my task. 
<laughs> That's it. What was your task in that one? I forget. Uh, oh, my gosh. My task. You know what? I'm going to have to look it up. I don't even remember what my task was. Episode four. Uh, oh, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to kill anything. So, <laughs> yeah. So anytime a mob would come running at me, I wasn't allowed to swing at it. Yeah. Guess what? Uh, Scott and Jem decided that episode to make a mob farm. <laughs> I couldn't. We made a mob farm, and I couldn't That's even kill. Right. I couldn't even kill a single mob. But <laughs> I had Pearl as my butler. Yeah. Thanks to her task, and now every mob that ran up, Pearl, Pearl, get it, get it. And she had no idea <laughs> that she you had couldn't no idea. kill. I couldn't touch a thing, and so I just had like it just so. And that's the magic of the series. Yeah. Like it just worked out that way. Yep. I couldn't kill anything, but Pearl's task is to help me, and now she can kill for me. And you know what I mean. That's and good. meanwhile, I'm trying to get the audience to not know what I'm doing and acting like I'm your hype man, trying to get your hearts back so they guess wrong. And the whole thing just kind of came together. And then for some reason, uh, towards the end of the uh, session. I'm like, that was a that was a good session, but not a, there wasn't enough meat. You know what I mean? Sometimes as a content creator, you kind of feel like there was enough meat in that session. I mm -hmm. need something. I need a little extra something. You know, a little sauce on top. And Jem presented me and Pearl with the idea of of going to the end to kill the Ender Dragon uh, with with B Dubs. Mm. And you know, I don't know what Jem's motivation was. There's probably if I, I must have missed something, but I, B Dubs actually had a task to kill the Ender Dragon. Because he got a red, he got a hard task. Yeah, he yeah. got a hard task. He must have re-rolled. So he had to kill the Ender Dragon. And for some reason, Jem was like egging him on and 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 also trying to get more people to to join in. And and so I just decided, <laughs> poor Pearl. <laughs> I just decided, you know what? I want some more content in this episode. Let's go. I'm gonna go to the end. The guy that can't kill anything yeah. decides to go on a mission to kill the Ender Dragon. <laughs> Right, so well, you can hit it, you just can't kill it. Yeah, but I, you know, you gotta know, you gotta know where it's at and stuff. And and so, uh, I thought that would just be a fun twist on on the whole thing. That's you good. know, just having that, and then also the fact that now Pearl has no choice but to join but me. But she has to go with you because she's my butler. That's she has good. to go with me, and yeah. I just drug Pearl into this thing. And the whole time she's begging me to change my mind, <laughs> and I'm just like, nope, we're going, you know. <laughs> So that ended up being one of my favorite episodes ever. Um, I, I there was some mixed reviews um, by the viewers. A lot of the viewers did not love the fact that they came to my video specifically to see what my task was, and I hit it. Yeah. Uh, but I hit it. I showed it at the end. You know, at the very end of the video, I explained what my task was. But what I noticed was a lot of the viewers would bounce around to our POVs like just to see our task. Like literally, they would go to the point of the video where our task is shown read it and then move on you can tell that by the retention spike. yeah you yeah. can actually see it uh when you go to the video you can see like at least the videos you publish you can see here's the the, the big moments in your video that people re-watched or watched the most and there's big spikes on every single one right where our, our task is given so they come to mine and i'm like not telling you my task and they're like rude <laughs> <laughs> i only came to your video to get to, to look at the task and I'm like, I'm like how about you watch the whole video instead yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, give it a go. <laughs> yeah, give it a go. Give me a chance. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, I'll tell you, as the, as the season played out and the Heart Foundation became the staple that I wanted it to become, like, I, I felt very proud of how that, that thing came to be, right? Big old heart in the sky that I made out of, like, leaves and, and all this stuff. And then inside was the contraption with the redstone and, 
And I had it so that we it would like blink this smiley face on the front of the heart mm-hmm. um, whenever we were doing that. It was it was it was neat. And what I wanted it to do was to become a staple. Like the idea of you could be across the server and see the heart blinking and be like, oh, they're choosing right now. Like who's gonna win? And and so if I typed in the chat, like you know, here comes the heart or whatever, I that you would see the chat say, come on, me, me, me. And so I was like, this is. I'm proud of this because this could have been a flop, but it, it, it became a staple to where it was something everybody always had to look forward to, right? To the point to where when the when the episode would start, sometimes um, Tango or, or Big B would be like, let's go. Do you want to do the hearts? I'm like, no, 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 let it marinate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those things you want people to let the episode go by and let them get hurt and really increase the desire for more hearts. And, you know, and then people go, what can I do to get more? Even Jimmy got, cornered me and it was just like, he wanted me to rig it entirely for him. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And <laughs> it will get desperate when their hearts. Yeah. Like he was straight yeah. up like, and so he decided, cause he was red and he was like, you're going to rig it or I'm going to kill you pretty much. I'm like, well, you're going to do what you're going to do. So I ran and we, you know, we began that rivalry. It was fun, but the sanctity of the heart foundation was very, was very big to me, but I had, I had plans that nobody ever got to see is that as time went by and me and Tango and Big B were going to get more dangerous. I had uh, I had an idea of turning the heart to a black heart and giving it a frown as we became red or whatever. And it was going to be about now the randomizer is going to choose who we're going to kill. Like that's what this is going to do. That was, and it was going to, that, that was, I, that was, that episode was going to be called, it was going to be called the heart's arc. Like I had this whole plan, and then Scar comes in with some flint and Man, steel. See, that's why you can't plan stuff. Can't plan stuff. Exactly. Right? You Scar can't come it. and burn down the entire He's heart. Burned, yeah, nothing. Yeah, he walked by and just set it on fire. Now his task was to be a villain or whatever, but he burnt the whole thing down. He did down. a good job of being too good of a job of being a villain. Yeah, he, be, he became public enemy number one, yeah. right? And so so it was when I when he did that and he burned the whole thing down, I'm like, okay, that's okay. That's that I'm 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 upset. I'm character upset. My character's upset. Me, real world skiz, come on. I'm a prof- we're all professional. Nobody's upset. That's the other beauty. You realize yeah. not one time, not one time. This is our fifth season. There's never been a single time to where when we're done recording and we meet up in Discord afterwards, not one person has said to another person, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, it's never, yeah, ever, no ever angst. happened. Yeah. All the angst is just on camera, uh, character a hundred percent it's all just it's and it's real but it's just that real there once we separate we are able to separate and be like that's over there that's this this show we're putting on and i'm able to channel like 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 frustration for my character or whatever and i remember in that moment when he burnt it down and i was able to to verify through like replay mod and everything and i was that thing i put together for i'm proud of the way i had the, the heart's exodus based on him burning it down that was a creative, wonderful moment. I wanted to create emotion. I wanted the audience to be upset with Scar because I wanted it to make sense. I am going to kill him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, that, it doesn't make sense for my character if I don't if I don't avenge the Heart Foundation and kill him. If I just if I just ignore this, then everything about the Heart Foundation falls flat. Like that. This was a very pure thing. This was a wonderful thing. I will kill him. You know what I mean? And or I'm gonna die trying. And so. Because that built up to that moment, because I'm not somebody that kills people in these series very often. I've got a fair amount of kills, but not a ton, and I'm not dangerous. Um, and I didn't want to just go do a PvP with him. I didn't want to bow shoot him. I, I wanted it to be something interesting. Every time I approached him, he just he kept attacking me unprovoked, and I'm like, I got to navigate these waters. So when I was able to get that final kill on him with the TNT uh, explosion that he gifted me to try as an act of uh, like a tr- like a truce, which was great. Uh, that moment when I killed him, because I didn't know if I was going to be able to pull it off, and I'm running away. I remember as I'm running away, I'm celebrating two things. 
I'm celebrating that I just got this kill. And you can hear it in my voice because I'm like, yeah, baby. Like, I, I'm celebrating that. And I cannot wait to sit down and edit this because that's this is going to be fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the bummer is, is that because life has got I've got nothing left. I'm so I'm so short on time. I wasn't actually able to give that scene the TLC that I wanted to with proper replay mod and maybe mm -hmm. some some better sound effects. But I did with the music and the timing and all that stuff. It was good. It was I'm proud of it. It was good. But it had this huge feeling of triumph, which is what I wanted. You know what I mean? And what was great is that uh, Tank, so Bigby was with me. He played, he played a critical role in distracting Scar during this. But when I was able to set TNT above him without him noticing and run, Tango wasn't there. And as I'm running away and the server sees Scar is good times with Scar is blown up by Skizzleman, was blown up by Skizzleman. And the bottom left underneath that, just but two seconds later, you see Tango right, yeah, baby, with all these exclamation points. And I made sure to zoom in on that on my video, as in that's important to me that that this was important to Tango because him, me, and Bigby, we are the Heart Foundation. And I just, I just avenged it. It just happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I felt so good. And the comments reflected that as well. Like they, the comments. They really enjoyed that moment, and I know I did. And, and nice to see Scar get his comeuppance, man, because he really was a terror. He was, yeah. <laughs> it, when when Beatles ran into me later, he's all, "You're a hero, Skiz." Dude. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't. I think this was uh, after the time the the task that we had. It was me. Scar and, and B-dubs, we had to play chicken together. <laughs> and like Scar during that was a menace. And he didn't even have like that was his task. He had the same task. Yeah. But like we one of our our things that we came up with was let's go in the in the spawner cage and see who can last the longest. Oh who comes whoever comes out last in the spawner cage wins. And we go in there. Unprovoked, Scar punches B-dubs into the, the pit like uh, that the, the mob farm was funneling the mobs into. Like, I didn't think that was going to be a thing. I thought we'd just, you know, dance around them as long as we could. But, no, he punches B-dubs in there. B-dubs didn't have a chance. You know, B-dubs is in, like, completely surrounded by mobs. He can't break his way out. He's getting funneled in with them. And he and he dies. And, and I'm just like, wow, okay. This is so. This is Scar unhinged yeah, season. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, right. No like, rules apply. Yeah, yeah it, it, Scar's gone unhinged. Okay, that's cool. That's the character <laughs> he chose to, to to be this season, and and that's fun. And uh, it really bit me when I got the task to pretend I was a boogeyman. Yeah. Now this was this is also. I mean, I was dealt some difficult tasks. We didn't have a boogeyman. This right, season. So right. Boogeyman in past seasons meant that some player was given a, a random player was selected to uh, be the bad guy, be a villain. Go like you into the point that like you go your task is to go kill someone. And once you kill someone, then you're you've completed your task and you're uh, no longer the boogeyman. You're you're healed or whatever. And this season we didn't do that. Which I kind of miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I, every time bit. we don't do the boogeyman, I kind of miss it. I think that was a brilliant concept. But yeah. my task was to pretend I was the boogeyman. And in order to win my task, somebody had to call me out. Oh, are you the boogeyman? Yeah. But we didn't have a boogeyman. So there's going to be very... My cards are already against me on this one. Stacked against me. And and so uh, I go and pretend like I'm after Scar. Scar is a green name. I think at the time we're yellow and... Uh, you're and you're not allowed to hurt not anybody. Rather, not, That's supposed a big to, deal. not supposed to not hurt supposed people, to, right? Yeah. Like, like we have these rules. I won't put 
some quotes around these rules, but we we just make these rules so that it's not complete anarchy. Yeah, right. They're, they're not, guidelines. They're to guidelines keep, yeah. to to try to kind of keep things in a format that makes sense. Otherwise, yeah. it would just be complete chaos. Yeah. You know, if if they if we if we break them, whatever for for the sake of content, we're our goal at the end of the day is to make the best content we can. And if a rule is going to prevent that, then sometimes rules are bent. Sometimes are broken. Yeah. Uh, and it's just for, it's for content. Like like Green has has made us a point to tell people if it made it into the video, we're all good with it. Because if something went completely awry, we would be like, whoa, hold up. Yeah. Not doing that. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like when when Scar shot me unprovoked, the rules are you're not supposed to do that. Which is why at this time, what the appropriate response is, you, I, I'm coming after you now, right. man. Like yeah. you just broke a rule and it hurt me. You're now I'm not sort of coming after you. I'm not giving up. Or I'm gonna burn down your place or something, but it's not like, it's not like somebody's gonna lose a heart to somebody who's non-red and we're like, okay, everybody stop recording. We have to talk about this. It's not gonna be right. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We, like we try to, we yeah, guidelines, best yeah. word for it. So <laughs> strong guidelines, strong guidelines for most. Yeah. yeah. So as I'm pretending to try to like hurt Scar, he starts just lighting me up. Yeah. And and I'm just like. Well, this is going south. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, how am I going to do this? And it, it actually, well, he wasn't the only one uh, that kind of like counterattacked my fake attacks. I'm like, well, this makes sense. One, they're not going to call me out for being a boogeyman because we don't have a boogeyman. Uh, two, I'm actually getting hurt when I'm faking trying to hurt them, and so this is like not going my direction. And that was the first time that I was like, my best thing I can do right now is like i saw what was going on with gem and b-dubs like this is during the the zombie apocalypse week mm. which is a very controversial week in 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 secret life uh season but i saw what was happening and i was like down to two hearts and i knew if i kept up the charade i was going to die yeah i was yeah. going to die to my task and still lose so i realized well if there's a task where she's trying to kill everyone on the server then i'm i'm going to be on the list at some point even though she's my teammate mm -hmm. i'm going to be on the list i will get killed and if i'm already down to two hearts because of my task and then i i die because of my task and then i get targeted i'm going from green to red in one episode yeah 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 and so i was like i know what to do b-dubs kill me i i came up i, I came up b-dubs and i begged him to kill me i was like go for it and he did and i joined the zombie horde and now <laughs> and now i was excited because i no longer had to fake trying to hurt somebody yeah, yeah. now i've actually got the bloodlust and i can <laughs> i can go after scar and i can actually like get in the fight instead of faking it and dancing around the whole thing and so it was like it, it was one of those things where it's like okay i just made the competitive player logical decision in the series but it, those kind of things don't go over well especially with a lot of the viewers who are like like you know thinking like that's that's not in the spirit to to throw you know what I mean? To ask somebody to kill you when mm -hmm. the series is about staying alive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it was one of those things where I was like, well, it was the smart thing to do because I was playing it through in my head. I'm going to be red if I don't do this. So I'm going to, I'm trying to, it I'm was still fine. trying, I'm still trying to do self-preservation. Yeah. You know, it was fine. And, and basically, uh, <laughs> had Sam kill me. I had fun after that because then I got a chance to go chase down other people. Yeah, and that that was the episode where my task that episode was I was uh, the the angel on on Cleo's shoulder, and what I was supposed to do, and and and, and she had a devil on her other shoulder. I I think I still don't know. You I, still don't know. I think it was Etho. I don't know why I think that. I think I heard that in passing, 
But the premise was that I needed to convince Cleo to do more of the things that I suggested over the devil. And uh, I didn't get to do a whole lot. I think I did two before I was infected by the zombie. So I had to surrender the task and become a zombie. But I will say this, that I, and I don't know if you've seen this. I'm going to have to show you after we record this. I had like the funniest moment where I, my first thing with her was I convinced her to just, uh, while asking for nothing, which was to gift a diamond to B-dubs. And B-dubs is so funny. So I'll take it. I'll take it right now. You know what I mean? It was so <laughs> funny, dude. And then so you you see Cleo just kind of throw a diamond at him like reluctantly, you know, and he picks it up. I said, now, now, and I did this with all this music. I said, now, Cleo, watch, watch his face when he looks up at you. And he looks up. <laughs> I'm going to have to show you later the way it goes with the music. The, the face that B-dubs uses for the Life series is so mm-hmm. funny. It's a beat-up face, and it is just so funny, man. And it works <laughs> in that moment. Well, I'm going to have to watch it after this. But I remember, like, this is going to be a fun task because I like Cleo a lot. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. Like, her and I, we get along so well, and I like her so very much. And we never really get to collaborate that often. We started to this this season, but we broke up in the very first episode. It's kind of funny how it happened. But I just, I just, I like her a lot. And so I was like, oh, this is more fodder I get to, you know, spend with Cleo. But then the, the zombie apocalypse came and kind of turned on its head, which is fine. And, um, but I remember thinking, ah, that was a, that would, that was a task that had the capacity to be a lot of fun, you know, just kind of stay on those mm-hmm. grounds or whatever. And at one point I actually forgot I was doing it <laughs> and I was up in the, up in the heart getting ready to do the thing. And Cleo comes up and I'm all, Cleo, what do you want, sweetheart? Get out of here. And she's all. Well, I was coming to talk to you, but never mind. She knows I'm her angel. I'm all, oh, I forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I went after her. So I chased her down, dude. I, I'm running after her. And I then and the, the panic of it, I called her Chloe. And I'm all, Chloe, I'm sorry. And she's like, did you just call me Chloe? And I'm all, I called her Chloe. And Tango and Bigby are cracking up in the heart. And I said, I'm sorry. I just got hit in the head with an anvil. It's like this whole thing with Martin. Mm-hmm. And I said, anyways, guys, hold on. I got to talk to Claudia. And then we, I went off with her and we got her. See, that's it right there. Moment. Like, that's the quit right there, you know, that, that you were able to think of. Okay, I screwed up the name. And now I'm going to do it again. And you came up with another name on the spot. That's where my brain won't, won't oh, get I see there. Saying, like, yeah. coming up with the idea to then call her Claudia yeah. and screw it up again like <laughs> yeah. that's freaking brilliant man like that's what makes you so good all right we have to talk about the finale yes please yeah because we're already in uh, almost an hour into this yeah. so um so, okay so things are starting to the zombie horde apocalypse even though you know it was it was a bit controversial was like the beginning of of the ramp up right like that's yeah. it happens every season if if people haven't watched the life series by now uh it it has it has this like kind of slow burn in the beginning and it always just gets crazy chaotic Boom, at the end, at the end yeah. and and that's that's by design you know what i mean like that's the way that's the way we like it you know and cuz you start to it, it, a lot of movies and stuff do this too you know you got to build your characters up you got to build your story and then boom there's a big climax at the end and that's what uh that's what we've been able to accomplish in the life series well the the horde was the, the beginning of the ramp up right we got to start turning we got to start turning. We can't all be kumbaya and live together and have fun with our goofy little tasks forever. Yeah, yeah. Like this, the, <laughs> yeah. we got a series to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, we, and, and with 30 hearts at every stage, uh, there's a lot of dwindling that nobody, needs to happen. Nobody really knows when it's going to happen. Everybody just knows that everybody knows that we're all going to sort of kind of feel it's happening now. Right. Yeah. And so that was, that was the beginning of that. And then we finally start seeing some reds and we finally start seeing like the fighting actually happen and people uh, actually being on edge. And, and that's part of it too is like, I, there's no other series I have ever, I ever, I do where I spin the camera so much and 
I probably making all my viewers nauseous. Yeah. Because my head's on a swivel. Yeah. Because I'm I'm very worried at any point in time I'm gonna get snuck up on and killed. So my entire time I can't have a conversation with anybody. Yeah. Like and just stare them in the eye like I usually do. I'm spinning around the entire time seeing who's trying to sneak up on me. And and this is one of the cases when, you know, like I think it was episode before last one where I kind of rolled up to the Heart Foundation. And, you know, that was the one where I had to do the creative interest and I did the fart noise. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so I roll up on you guys and mid conversation, I it clicks in my brain. You three are all red and yeah. I'm yellow. Yeah. You could just decide to kill me and get hearts to yourself right now, and you'd be 100% warranted to do that. Yeah. I rolled up on you. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I made a joke of like, oh, I just realized you're all red. Uh, I'm going to go now, and I run away, and like Tango starts acting like he yeah, was going to yeah. come after me and kill me. But I think that's what that's what makes it fun is when you start to have that kind of anxiety build because you your head's got to be on a swivel, and you're always in this like protection mode. And like that's when you start to see people go out of the series, and and that becomes more more dramatic. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, yeah. Last last episode, I I mean, the episode before last, it, it came to the point to where Scott and I were the final two yellows, and at that point, we 100% knew that everyone on the server was after us. Yeah. And it was going to happen. There was no way to protect ourselves. It's not like we could have put up a good enough fight against uh, two on 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. And Scott's really good at PvP, like, like, but he was still going to get killed. And uh, and we realized that we could we could actually beef up, you know, like give give help our alliance if we just give Gem our lives. And so for the second time in the season, I begged somebody to kill me. <laughs> My green to yellow was be me begging B-dubs to kill me, and my yellow to red was begging Gem to kill me. And just so happened, it was a good thing she did, because right as she took the final swing to kill me, an arrow pierced through my dead body, yeah. basically. Like, Pearl was trying to snipe the yeah. kill and take the hearts for herself. That would have been awesome. So, I would have been, that would have, I would have, I would have loved it if she pulled that off. That would have been funny. That would have yeah. been great content. Yeah. That would been really great content. Plus, Chem ended up with, like, 55 hearts 58. or something crazy. 58 hearts. Yeah. Insane. But, yeah. like, you know, that was it. Like, that was the, that was that I'm playing the, the contest. You know what I mean? I'm mm. playing to win. And our strategy as an alliance was together to the end no matter what we will do whatever it takes to to help our alliance members like at the we would gift each other hearts like almost every episode when we needed to and that was another way of like gifting heart we were gonna die anyway mm -hmm. am i gonna let pearl take it or am i gonna give it to my teammate and so i gave it to my teammate yeah and again it was a little controversial i i, I gotta stop reading reddit but <laughs> yeah yeah you do but i thought it was good i thought it was it gave us a chance to win i i know that there was uh there was a lot of people that that wanted me to win wanted gem to win um not as many won scott because scott's won you know when somebody's won it kind of feels like eh, you know let him win again you yeah, know yeah. but scott's so capable of winning every single season that you never put it past him and so like i was just trying we were just trying to put ourselves in a position to give ourselves a shot and win in the series i've come in real close multiple seasons you got second and, place and so i'm 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 still itching to win a series. Yeah. You know? And so I was I was going for it, you know, and maybe maybe sacrificing a little bit of content to do so. You know, if if I have any regrets, it's that I could have been a little more off the wall and, and not so protective of my hearts 
You know what I mean? I could have put myself in situations that would have made better content mm -hmm. if I was a little more lax with self-preservation, you know, and that's that's something that i got to find some kind of balance. Or maybe if I could just win a season, then I could drop that baggage. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm ultra competitive. I, I can't help it. That's my nature. You know, and that's something, and I'm, and I need to, I'm, I'm in the other direction to where I think my content would be better if I cared a little bit more about winning. You know what I mean? And and I'm and because I just I don't it's just in my nature. I'm like, I just don't I don't care. I don't care about winning. But but I but I'm not going to I'd be lying if I said it wouldn't be kind of nice. And I want and I do want to last and I want to be competitive. But I'm really more focused on having a great time and, and putting together good content and creating alliances that are very, very strong and a brotherhood like what we did with the I mean, every season, like from best to ties to to uh, to the heart foundation, like it's been a really strong family a really strong brotherhood that uh that mm -hmm. i've really enjoyed that that journey and creating it started with uh with with ren and martin in season one and it's been it's been a lot of fun now i'm upset with myself because i started the schizocraft server and the wonderful people over on schizocraft server i said i want you to create a training arena <laughs> for me so that next time we do a live series um i'm, I'm ready for it well this live series it kind of sprung up on us it was kind of yeah. like the way it happened um, but but I you can rest assured uh, this this kids will be uh -oh. much more dangerous Training next time. Oh up. yes, yes. Interesting to see how that changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I'll probably be trying to go in the opposite direction. Like like those moments where I said I couldn't keep still and I was my head was on a swivel and I know that I'm I, basically as a cameraman you shouldn't be swinging the I camera know. around I constantly, yeah. right? And so as a content creator, that is bad. Yeah. That is bad footage. I can see why people wouldn't want to watch that. I, I, you I, know? I'm, 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 as I'm editing, I'm like, why am I moving so yeah. much? You know, it just happens. I, I can't. Like somebody's it. talking to me, and I'm literally turning my back on them because I'm worried about somebody yep. sneaking up behind me, and that's not right. So I, I may, I may get a little more lax next time we do this. I'm hoping there's a next time we do this. Me too. Uh, every season ends, and we just hope. It happens again, bro. I, I didn't think it would happen a second time. Right. Yeah. I, I, and to the it was I, experimental. It was the experimental. Whole thing was experimental. I was. Any, I, I was on the fence. It was going to happen a first time when it was just in discussions. Yeah. So here we are, five seasons later, merchandise. Like it's it's been great. So I'm very hopeful that there's another one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. All right. Shall we talk about how it ended? Go ahead. You do it. You don't want to talk about it. No, I do not. <laughs> well, Gem and the Scots. Um, we took a really big hit. We took a really big hit. Um, there was a, a moment where uh, it was uh, Grian, Etho, and Cleo kind of fortifying themselves way up in the air, uh, kind of by the Secret Keeper in the middle of the map, and we were trying to figure out how to attack them. But they were way up high, and they had the high ground and stuff. And so um, we had aligned with the Mounders, so you had two two decent like alliances come together and decide to work together just to go after green and Cleo and Etho. And uh, I got I got to give it to a man like they were super smart about how they did this, because as we built our towers to get up there to their level and bridge over to them, they made a nether portal up there and went into the nether, which I would have never thought of. Um, and then I thought, well, OK, they went into the nether. They have to come out somewhere, mm -hmm. you know. And so I was like, well, why don't we just go, why don't we go catch them coming coming out? Or if they hadn't come out already, let's go in the nether and trap them in the nether. You know, because the nether's hard to navigate. And so you could have a pretty good fight in the nether. And so we, we go to the nether and they're nowhere to be found. Little did we know they had already come out our portal up at our at a Cherry Blossom uh, base area. And they were hiding. They were, we didn't see them. Uh, so we go to the portal in the nether. We look for them. 
They're not there. We realized, oh, they must have gone out already. Different portal, maybe. Didn't think about it. Went through the portal. Next thing you know, TNT minecarts hit us right as all three of us come out of the portal. Oh, my goodness. And I dropped from 30 hearts to 10 like that. Oh. And, and all of us were just completely devastated. <laughs> so, like, right then, like, Gem and the Scots crippled. Like, that was it. Like, we didn't stand. Not a single one of us stood a chance, even if all three of us stood strong. And so... Um, you know, we, we did the best we could. I got, we got surrounded at that point. The alliances kind of broke up and, uh, we got surrounded by, by Scar and Pearl. And then I think Joel and a few others were on the other side, kind of pincering us. And I had worked so hard on this trap. <laughs> I, I had rigged Ugh. it. So people coming up our stairs, which was like pretty much, at least I thought the only real way into our base, um, I, people would be coming up as they, I, I'm like, okay, as I run away from somebody, if they're behind me, I put a button on the wall, hit that button, it tra opens up behind me. Uh, if if I want to just be on lookout, I'm up in this tower, I have a, a thing I could trigger it as I'm looking down as they're coming up, I can trigger it and the, uh, the ground opens up and they fall to death, 100%, going to die. And like I'm up there on my tower and Scar and Pearl decide not to use the steps. Yeah. <laughs> they go all the way around the outskirts of the server to come approach us from the back, which I watched happen the entire time from my watchtower. <laughs> and and I'm just like begging somebody, please. I spent two episodes working on this trap. I just need to kill one person. I don't care if I lose the series. I just want my trap to kill someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and literally and I hadn't killed anyone all season long. Yeah. I didn't have a single kill. I'd gotten a lot of damage in on a lot of people. Yeah. But not a kill. Not a kill. So I'm I'm like salivating for a kill at this point. And uh nobody comes up the steps. And meanwhile, Scar and, and Pearl come in on us and I kind of get caught. Like Jem and, and and Scott went off. They retreated and I was kind of caught up on my watchtower with these two closing in. And uh, I started trying to do my best, but Scar and that bow, man, uh, he got me down to to like nothing two hearts something like that mm. and i and i was like i gotta go i'm stuck he burned he started burning the tree that i was standing in <laughs> and so <laughs> i had to get out and so i tried to i tried to pour water at my my feet to to save myself from burning and it's leaves so yeah the, so it's waterlogged water yeah like an idiot uh and so i jump into the tower and i try to escape and i run out and i thought i had made a clean escape i'd gone down to where my redstone was for the stairs and and i thought that was far enough down that nobody would have saw me kind of go out and I, I come out to the steps and I start making my way down, thinking I'm home free. Shot in the back by Scar. Oh, God. dead. Jeez. He caught me on my way out. And that was it. That, you know, yeah. like not a super spectacular death, but uh, yeah. but you know, it happens. I shouldn't have broke off from. I got too. I got too fixated. I have to make my trap work. So I put myself in a dangerous position, uh, knowing that like it's this, it's this, this or nothing. You know. Yeah. It turns out it was nothing. Uh. <laughs> Hey, kind man. of a bummer way to go out, especially since I really did want to win. But I knew once we got once we got bombed out of that portal. Oh, that's just that's that was it. Like, I, yeah, I was down to ten hearts, and, and the server was after us, so I knew I was in trouble. I'm with you. My my exit was super unspectacular. Like I was not trying to start a beef with anybody. I just wanted Scar. I just wanted to take yeah. Scar, and I couldn't even find him. Like and 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 I just I couldn't. Uh, he had just he had gone after me so aggressively early on. I was like, I'm not I'm not ready to engage yet. And there's Joel, and Joel's like, Scar sends his regards and comes at me. I'm like, oh, now I'm fighting Scar through proxy. I was like, I wasn't planning this fight. Yeah. And I fell into Smajor's trap, which was like a, a, a hole, and I couldn't get out. And 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 Joel just hacked me up, and that was it. I'm <laughs> like, man, what a boring exit. See, Scott dug a little pit 
in the middle of nowhere that gets you killed and my my big elaborate plan with sticky pistons that took me half an well, episode just to get the stinking slime balls for it would it would have been nice i mean the, the hole itself didn't even do any harm to me i just i was in a it hole in a, was, it put you in a very that's it position. that's all it did yeah. it was just that was in a hole i couldn't get out of yeah. i was being attacked i can't it wasn't until i i was like why didn't i just throw an ender pearl you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's in the moment you you, you just really there's yeah. One happening. of my one of my biggest tricks, I guess, in the se- in the life series history has been Ender Pearls. Uh, Ender Pearls have always been my way of getting myself out of sticky situations. This season made it different because it was hardcore. Yeah, it was uh, ultra hardcore. We didn't regen hearts, right? Which meant when you threw an Ender Pearl, you're giving away your hearts to the escape. So you have to make that kind of decision in the moment. Is it worth trying to? get out of here with this ender pearl that's going to cost me hearts or should i stay and risk potential death you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like that's it was it was another thing that like like i said a million decisions a second it felt like yeah. that had to be made as we were making the series which yeah. made it just something very unique very challenging um and just helped kind of it, it helps us push ourselves as creators yep. to to get better and think in the moment which is the I hardest agree. thing the hardest thing to do when you have so many things to to consider at once. So hopefully there's another one. Yeah. And let's uh let let's hope let's hope that there's. I'm not taking about, my hoodie off until uh, there I, is. Yeah, yeah. He's on strike. <laughs> let us know what your favorite moments were of uh, oh, of yeah. this season, and Over then here. also stroke my ego a little bit. Tell me about that scar kill. <laughs> Tell him how good that scar kill was. I he showed me it. I could not believe Scar didn't hear the TNT. I know lit. it was like, great. Like just so happened to have be talking on top of yep. it. Like those are the things you can't script. No, as many as many memes and jokes there are out there about the, the series being scripted. Yeah, because you would think that when you watch it that it's just like that's too good. Yeah, it has to, there's no way that just happened organically. Uh, it sure does. It was great. It sure does. And we couldn't have scripted anything any better. Like, that's what makes oh, it so magical. It's so much fun. Okay, hopefully there's another one. Let's hope. Yeah. And uh, you guys, thanks for watching, and I hope uh, hope you enjoyed every bit of it. And if there's any chance that you've not seen a single life series and you're just into this podcast, that's that's great. I would encourage you to give it a go. Still do it. It's, yeah. it's too much fun. It is too much. It's yeah. too much fun. So, also, I, if there's any chance, Screen, that you're watching, you know, thank you for all the hard work that you put into this series. Absolutely. Because it's... Uh, Brilliant Means series, a lot. brilliant yeah. cast, and he put it all together. So, hundred percent, we are very thankful. All right, fun reminiscing, always is. All right, catch you next time. See you guys.